Welcome to Your Food Business Success. This podcast is for early stage entrepreneurs in the packaged food industry ready to finally turn that delicious idea into reality. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. I have guided hundreds of food brand founders to success as an industry expert and business coach, and it's got to be fun. In this podcast, I share with you mindset tools to become a true entrepreneur and run your business like a boss. Interviews with industry experts to help you understand the business you are actually in and food founder journeys so you can learn what worked and didn't work and not feel so alone in your own journey. Now let's jump in. When I was a kid growing up in the, I guess, late 70s, early 80s, I was restricted very much so on the television or movies, books, things that I was exposed to. And we were really only allowed to watch anything on the Disney channel. And I watched a lot of Disney movies with an actress uh, by the name of Haley Mills. Probably her most well-known movie is Parent Trap, the original. And there was a movie that I watched multiple times called Pollyanna. And it's where we get this phrase, you're such a Pollyanna, if you've heard that before. It's from this movie. And she was a girl. uh, And she comes to this town. She's like, I think she might be like an orphan or something. But she comes to this town or comes to her aunt's house, maybe. And everybody's really miserable, right? Everybody's like grumpy and sees the world in a negative way. And then she comes in and she's really cheery and she always sees the best in people. And everybody's like, oh, <laughs> she's so annoying. And then, spoiler alert, she falls out of a tree and she may never walk again. And her attitude, her whole view on life sours, and she gets really negative. And then the whole town rallies around and comes together and uplifts her, and they're all better for it. So there's the premise of the movie. I watched this a number of times, and I kind of was on the side of like, ugh, she's such a Pollyanna. <laughs> Who could live that life, right? Who's really like that? I personally, I think, and I think there's some personality pieces, right? I'm not, I'm not bent towards super high cheeriness, optimism. I tend to have a little more um, sarcasm, a little more skepticism. However, I'm sure you notice that there are people, and maybe you're one of them, that have just kind of a negative outlook on life, right? They wake up in the day and they're like, Ugh, what's going to happen today? It's going to be terrible, right? And they always have a negative spin on anything, even when something good happens. Have you ever seen that when you're like, wait, but that's a good thing. And they're like, yeah, but it won't last. <laughs> and then there are those people that just seem to have a really positive, cheery, disposition, right? They see everything as good, that there's always a silver lining or they're going to figure it out. And so for this week's podcast, it's perfect timing with with Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays, right? Centering around food. And I always try to bring in local products and and create some really unique, um, delicious dishes. I love cooking. Because gratitude is a big way that we can start to shift 
our perception and our perspective on the world. If you find yourself kind of like I was, frankly, through my 30s, (laughs) where I kind of had a sour, negative outlook on life. I mean, I wasn't a complete Eeyore, but I always was a little skeptical, definitely frame things It was sarcasm as well as like, yeah, but the other shoe will drop. Just wait, right? Like, I'll try to enjoy this, but it's not going to last. And now I think if you met me, and many of you have never met me in person, right? And you've only heard me on the podcast, you would probably not describe me that way. It's because I've literally changed my personality. I wake up now feeling more optimistic, feeling generally, I would say my level of like my baseline emotion is much happier um, than it used to be. Just kind of a general well-being when I wake up. And sometimes there's anxiety and sometimes there's scarcity and fear and all of that, but I can manage it so much better with these tools that I share with you. In fact, uh, when we were at Tony Robbins, we did an exercise and I just happened to be working with um, my coach, Dave, and we had partnered up and you were supposed to show what like a level one happiness was. And then I think you built up to level 10, right? And it's really interesting what you do with your body, right? Think about like, if you, if I told you you won the lottery, <laughs> like what that level 10 happiness would be. Um, and then kind of just your level one, like where do you start out at the in normal days? I kind of was like, bouncing a little, like a little smile on my face. Um, and and then you go up from there, right? And it's funny because your hands, if you, what, what I notice with everybody is like people's energy goes up in the upward direction. Your hands go up, your smile goes up, your eyes lift up. Um, but what he told me, because then your partner observe, observes you and then gives you feedback, he's like, your level one happiness is pretty happy. I was like, yeah, actually it is. (laughs) And it's so fun to look back and be like, that wasn't me seven years ago, right? And to see the radical shift even five years ago. And I want that for you too, because I will tell you that running a business, being an entrepreneur is freaking hard, right? There's a lot more. You are putting yourself in harm's way. There's a lot more opportunity for failure and uncertainty and fear and all of the negative emotions. And so I think that this concept of how you can change, I mean, I would call it a personality almost. Like my personality has changed. So how do you do this? If if you want to do this, how do you do it? Because I will say that I am able to navigate my business and help others navigate theirs so much better from a place of of feeling like the world is good and feeling like things are happening for me and that I'm not cursed and that (laughs) bad things always happen to me, right? That's not a great place to operate a business when you are out there, you're responsible for creating results. You can make decisions 
Um, you can put into action, you can talk with people so much better from a cleaner place when you're in a more positive, at least a neutral place, if not positive, right? Then, then we've talked about that in the last few podcasts about when you're coming from a anxious place or fear or negative, your options get really small and you make poor decisions. So this is a really important tool and it just comes perfectly with the season of gratitude. So if you find yourself a little more on the negative side of life, your outlook, or you want to increase your positivity in general, if you're just more a generally positive person, but you want to take it up another notch, here are a couple of strategies I want to share. It really does start with gratitude. It starts with You know I love a good farmer's market, and they are an incredible amount of time and energy and money, and you don't want to just hope that you're profitable. Instead, I want you to go through this exercise, this free market planning tool, this checklist that Danny and I created as part of the up-level workshop. We are giving this to you for free. You just need to go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan, and you can download part of the worksheet that we gave in the workshop. It'll take you through the full exercise around planning for profitability and making sure you understand what your break-even point is. It's so important that you go into farmer's markets with a plan, that you understand what it's going to take for you to be profitable, and then we can solve for that problem or you may decide that that market's not the right market for you. Either way, you'll be making decisions like a CEO. Go grab that free market plan checklist at foodbizsuccess.com forward slash market plan. Noticing what you have versus what you lack. And that's really the main thing, right? When we wake up, And all we're thinking about is all the things that are missing from our life, then what you focus on is where energy flows. We're literally setting ourselves up, our brains up to start looking for all the places where we are in lack. We have something called the reticular activating system. I've probably mentioned it a few times on this podcast, or RAS for short. And it basically means that your brain is filtering out, like there's so many inputs that come into our world, right? Especially even more so now in these, in the the age we live in, right? But there's so much coming at us that our brain, in order to protect us, filters out information and it filters in the most important things. And so, you know, the typical example is like, if you're looking for a certain type of car, you're looking for, you know, an an Audi or a Honda or whatever kind of car you're looking for, all of a sudden you start seeing that car everywhere because you've told your brain it's important. Or if I tell you to look around you and look for the color blue, your brain is automatically going to go, ooh, like it's going to find stuff, even if it's not quite blue, right? (laughs) You're like, well, it's kind of aqua, but that's close, right? So look, do that. Just look around your space. 
So your brain, it, there's four things that it actually filters in. It's your name. So if you've ever been in a crowded space and you can't really, like it's just buzzing, right? But you hear your name, that is your RAS system at work. Like, whoa, I heard my name. <laughs> and then um, sexual desire is the other, is one of the other ones. Loud noises. Uh, so anything that could be perceived as you know, dangerous or something bad is going to happen around noises, your brain's like, oh, we're paying attention to that, right? What was that? That's why we get so jumpy, right? When we have loud noises that happen or things that we weren't expecting, anticipating. Every time that dang, <laughs> I have a really sensitive smoke alarm and oh my gosh, every time that thing goes off, I jump a mile high. <laughs> so if any of you have suggestions on how to tweak that, I would love that. And then the last thing is what you tell your brain to look for. So if you are waking up or, you know, in your day, you are seeking out places where you're in lack, things that you're afraid of, worry, anxiety, guess what? Your brain just wants to prove you right. It's a prediction making machine. It's like, oh, she said it was important to be on the lookout for things that bring a lot of anxiety, let's go find it, right? <laughs> let's make her right. You know, that's one way to live, I guess. And people certainly do. I think we tend towards the negative. But I'm telling you, it's so much harder to start and grow your business if you're operating from that. So just try me out for a week with some of these techniques and just see. And it's the perfect season, right? Or it's all about Thanksgiving this week and giving thanks and gratitude and, and feeling grateful for what we do have. It's pretty amazing. If you're listening in the United States, even the poorest of the poor is actually in the 1% of wealth worldwide. No matter where you find yourself in, especially if you're in a, the United States, you have something to be grateful for. I promise. And just as a side note, I've noticed as I've done a lot more gratitude work that I'm usually eight times out of 10, my gratitude, what I'm so grateful for is people. It's moments of connection with people. And then like two out of 10 times, it's like, I don't know, the place that I live or the car I drive or the um, the clothes that I I'm able to purchase or the foods that I eat. And so we all have moments of connection. We can create those for free. So gratitude really is the anecdote to the fear, to the anxiety, to the scarcity. So can you just feel in your body? Imagine you wake up. Let's go through two scenarios. You wake up and you immediately pick up your phone. You're like, oh, okay, it's 530 or six or whatever time you get up. And you're like, I didn't sleep great, or I went to bed too late, I'm tired. You look up your, you pick up your phone, you get on social media, and you're like, ugh, I'm not doing that. Look at them, they're so cool. I'm totally failing, I'm behind. And then you look at your email, or you look at the news, and it's just like negative, 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 right? Of course, you're, you might not have that great of a day. Even starting your day with words like, it's going to be terrible, or it's so busy today. 
I really avoid that word busy because it does not produce a a positive emotion in my body. Imagine then the opposite. If you wake up and you're like, okay, maybe you didn't sleep well, but you're like, I'm awake. I'm alive. It's a new day. You do not pick up your phone. You get out of bed, plant your feet, and you raise your arms and you say, yes, just for the very fact that you have a new day. And now we want to start priming ourselves for a great day. It might be, I always start the water right away because I make tea in the morning and then later coffee. And I always look forward to it, the the warmth and the flavor. And I think about like, I get myself like excited about it. And that first sip, I just try to really savor it and be like, ah. (laughs) And I think about um, things that I'm looking forward to in the day. And I think about my body and how it's supporting me. And so I'm trying to start priming myself for a great day. I'm telling my brain what's important to look for. And gratitude is one of those techniques. Gratitude is something that we can start priming ourselves to start looking for and then spending a little bit of time creating a morning routine where we're really focused on that is so important to you creating a new perspective, a new frame of mind when you approach your day. We did a really great exercise at uh, Tony Robbins event And I'm going to put the link to a YouTube video that you can do the exact same exercise with him guiding you. Uh, He calls it priming. And it's uh, a little bit of physical movement. You pump your arms up and down and breathe. And it's really to get you focused. And then you're going to think of three moments, three things that you're really grateful for. And again, I think a lot of times they are moments with people. It's so funny how we spend so much time going after money and stuff and achievement. And yet the things when we slow down that we're usually the most grateful for are other people. And then you think of those three things and he guides you along in that. He also asks you to think of a coincidence that's benefited you, something you're really grateful for. So maybe you bump into somebody that sparks a great idea Or even like your recipe fails, but actually we discover (laughs) that there's this other thing that we can do with it and we pivot a little bit. So just think about a coincidence that's maybe, you know, you're like, oh, that actually worked out in my favor. Um, I didn't expect it, right? But he calls that grace. You know, you could call it God, you could call it universe, Um, but you are you know, for no particular reason, um, good things are coming from those moments. And then once you're kind of in that state, and can you feel in your body, if you're just kind of thinking along with me of three things and coincidence, how your body chemistry, your emotion, your vibrations in your body really change. And that this is the place where we want to start making decisions. And he actually asks you, while you're in the state to think of one thing, a question that you have or a problem you're trying to solve or an issue that's coming up for you. And now ask yourself, what's the answer? Because you're going to be able to lead yourself with your own wisdom from that place. And it's such a better answer. 
than when we're trying to do it when we're really stressed out. So I just can't stress enough how important this kind of a gratitude practice and priming yourself for a good day. I hope you can see that by the end of the day, if you continue to keep looking for things that you're grateful for, things that you're like, oh, that worked out in my favor, or even when things seem really bad, you know, you check your email, and this certainly happened to me, I like go along in my morning, and then I sit down at my desk, or stand up actually, but I stand at my desk, and I check my email, and then there's something that makes my heart drop, right? And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) there's a problem. A client has an issue that we're having, we're going to new problem to solve, right? Or um, who knows what it is, right? We all just get those emails. And I find that first, I'm in a much better, like, at least I'm coming from a positive place, a positive frame of mind already, rather than, so maybe it like drops my emotion momentarily, but rather than coming from an already negative place, and then you just compound that with something like a an email that you don't want to receive. And then, so I find I'm just already in a little bit better headspace. I'm able to calm myself down. And even, it can be challenging sometimes, but saying, okay, there's good in here somewhere. This is for me. I'm going to just take a deep breath, right? And and oftentimes I just find not responding right away. I'll just come back to it later, but trying to get myself back into a state of gratitude because there's always something to be grateful for. Remember that your brain, where your focus goes is where your energy goes. Somebody at um, the event was talking about how how frequently people hit telephone poles, like when their car goes awry for whatever reason. And, you know, I mean, think about, what is it, maybe 50 yards, I don't know, 25 yards between telephone poles. And yet somehow the cars often hit, run into, you know, a 12 inch round telephone pole. And it's because they're thinking, don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole, don't hit the pole. But they're looking at the pole. And so where we focus is where our energy goes and it's how we create our results. So if you want results that are positive and you want results that you've defined mean success, then you got to start taking responsibility for that and building that in, creating a positive frame of mind from the start. It's really hard to create amazing success and achievement and all the good things when you're in a place of like negativity and the world's out to get me and nothing ever goes my way and people are terrible. And instead of just hoping for a great mood and hoping for good things to happen and hoping to feel better, like you're going to trip over it, you can actually decide, you can create it by priming your brain on purpose because it's going to do it negative if you don't take ownership of your brain. So take me up on this, try this out for a week and let me know. I would love to know in our private Facebook group or DM me and let me know if something shifts for you. Just notice what's my kind of base level, 
well-being when I wake up before I do this. And then after a week or 10 days, let me know what changes for you. I bet that there will be some noticeable shift. You can use the Tony Robbins priming meditation I'll put in the show notes. You could just brainstorm a list, like write down. There's a lot of power in taking pen to paper and writing down a list every day of 20 things you're grateful for, especially things you already have. That's really crucial, right? Not just wanting things for the future, but what am I grateful for now? I actually modified an exercise we did when I went to that Sedona retreat, which was Taoism, where it's a bowing ceremony. And every time I go down, I think about someone, something I'm really grateful for. And I do that 10 times. And that's been really powerful for me as a way to start priming my brain for, um, for amazing things and looking for the good and being grateful every day. I just want to say that I am so grateful for all of you listening. I'm so grateful I get to meet so many of you inside Food Business Success or working with me one-on-one. I'm grateful for the opportunity to help you grow as you grow your business. And I'm just grateful for my life in general. So thanks for being on this journey with me. And until next time, have an amazing week. The smartest thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to invest in a who to help you with the how to speed up your journey and help you skip the line. When you are ready for more support and accountability to finally get this thing done, you can work with me in two ways. Get me all to yourself with one-on-one business coaching or join Food Business Success, which includes membership inside Fuel our community of food business founders that includes monthly live group coaching calls and so much more. It's one of my favorite places to hang out and I would love to see you there. Go to foodbizsuccess.com to start your journey towards your own food business success.